This is the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast with Samantha Salmon and Darrell Hilton Salmon. Tune in every week for practical advice that will help you live your healthiest life. If you want to go deeper and get more support, sign up for a free health consultation. The link to schedule your session is in the show notes. I look forward to helping you on your health journey. I know, right? We need to escape. (laughs) It's the anniversary for the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast. There's a lot going on right now. I just wanted to celebrate, and we're still going to celebrate, but I want to just kind of set a foundation right now um, to bring us presence into what's going on and the purpose of this podcast to kind of ground us in this conversation. So the purpose of the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast and the intention is to share a perspective of health and wellness that has not been heard which is the Black West Indian female perspective, okay? That's how we started from the very beginning. If you go back to the roots, and that's still the same thing because when it comes to health and wellness, our voice is not really heard. I haven't really been seeing it. And so I also want to highlight the fact that the original way that my ancestors from Jamaica have been doing it. And I'm pretty sure from the other Caribbean islands that were, you know, we're, we're all pretty much very similar is the healthiest way. The original way, the natural way is the healthiest way. Our diet, the herbs that we, you know, were using, I say mm-hmm. we, as if I grew up there, but the herbs you were using, you know, right. yeah. and your, and your mother and, and your mother's mother, exactly. um, you know, that's, that's the healthy way. And I want to explore that and bring us back to that. And we're going to explore that this month, go through the, the, the islands and the native um, fruits, vegetables, and herbs, and maybe even create some quick meal plans while we're, you know, recording here on the podcast. And also in terms of how we've uh, historically conserved energy, we've had many conversations on the podcast, especially the first year about, you know, green toilets and all that kinds of stuff, how there was no plastic used when you go to the grocery store. There were no plastic bags. You bring your basket, everything is in something that you can reuse or that can degrade, you know? It's not causing havoc um, on our earth and our, our environment. And so really, that is the purpose of this podcast. That's the intention. Um, And that's really the empowerment part. The empowerment part is that even though Black people are overrepresented in um, chronic disease, diabetes, obesity, that does not have to be our way because we know our way. So this podcast is to help us find our way back to our original lifestyle, our healthy lifestyle that has always been ours, you know. Yes. So, roots, live in. roots, yes, and culture. And we're going to get deep into the culture. Um, and so in terms of how it connects to what's happening now in the news, I want to read a quote from this really good book by Angela Neal Barnett um, mm-hmm. from the book she wrote called Soothe Your Nerves, The Black Woman's Guide to Understanding and Overcoming Anxiety, Panic, and Fears. And it, 
and the quote goes like this, witnessing violence over time, the repeated witnessing of violence may have the same effect as being a victim of violence. Women who are witnesses to violence are known as co-victims. Co-victimization appears highest among black women. Watching friends and loved ones be gunned down, beat down, or slapped around takes a toll on our emotions and spirit. As one woman in my NIMH study shared, I've lost a brother, an uncle, and a cousin to violence. I can't help but wonder, will I be next? This wondering often turns into worry and the tendency to be super vigilant about harm befalling you. Both are symptoms of anxiety. And so anxiety is quite high. It was high before with coronavirus. And now, you know, with um, police brutality being back at the forefront of our news, 24-hour news cycle and seeing um, the racism that's going on, um, it's a really stressful time. And so I really, um, we're both taking that into consideration with this conversation. Right. Um, what, what we've talked about many times on the podcast is that there are many facets to health and well-being, and food is just one slice of it. <laughs> the one little slice, you know, community is hugely important on our health. And, you know, I want to pose a question for everyone to think about it this time. How has this situation inspired you to be a part of the solution? Because there's so many groups that are actively working on solutions to help you know, some of the issues we see going on in our community. Um, so I, you know, encourage you all to connect with them in real life, cultivate friendships and keep moving forward towards progress. For my generation, grew up, wasn't really into a part of this racial injustice because I never grew up on it, but I came here when I was 19 and had to deal with it. Not on a corporate scale, because I've never worked for anyone to go through what other people went through. I've experienced quite a little bit of it, but watching the news and listen to people and, and hear they tell me what they experienced and knowing what Martin Luther King fought for and the people before him, not to mention Nelson Mandela. Names I could give you, names up and names. And this has been going on for over 400 years. So... We, I, sometimes I feel like we are hopeless people. We are bring me sometimes to tears, but I know we got to be strong because we have children and our children, children and children and grandchildren and great grandchildren. So we have to be strong for them. But this has been such a struggle. There's no words right now that I have to express it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, you know, like this, this last thing that happened. It, it shouldn't have happened, but it did happen. And it's very disturbing to the young people who have to see. But all the people who have gone through it and see so much of it, they, they kind of get seasoned to it. But for the younger generation, it's, it's an eye-opening to them. Like they're finally getting the message. And I would like to put it out there to my, my um, people of color, and especially the black brothers and sisters. If they just stop fighting each other and loving each other. I'm, I'm very uh, broken by it. I'm broken into pieces by it, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. After COVID-19, it's like we have another COVID. 
Well, well we're still dealing uh, with COVID right now. We are well, still yeah. doing <laughs> it's another series of COVID that we have in. If you think COVID-19 was bad, this is worse. Because COVID-19 come in and it take out a certain amount of people one time. But this is every day. Mm -hmm. This is going on every day. Three and four black people being killed. We're not mentioning the ones them that we don't know the numbers. They're done without people seeing this happen. Nobody with a camera. They those you don't see. What about the ones you don't see? That's that's my problem. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's it's sad. It's very sad. Thank and God for modern technology because it brings things to light. This is true. The other side of technology, though, specifically speaking to um, black people and black women who are feeling this stress, like I, you know, like the quote that I just read alluded to, it's very important to separate yourself in order to um, alleviate stress and anxiety. Mm. While, while you are working on solutions, it's okay to not watch all the videos of uh, protests and riots and looting and um, black people being kneeled on and shot at and all this stuff. It's okay to not, you are actively working. And even if you're not actively working with a group that's working on solutions, you just working on yourself being successful is part, is activism, right? Because we need more black success stories. We need black people in powers that can make a difference. So, you know, all of this is activism. So to alleviate your own stress and anxiety, you have to save yourself in order to help others. And so one of the tips that I want to offer here as a self-care practice is physical activity. Other than community, which is important to tap into, exercise is really important. Music is really important. Dance is really important. And so as we're, we're going to be traveling to different Caribbean islands as a celebration for the two-year anniversary of the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast, and um, I'm, we're putting a playlist together. So today I'm hoping to visit Jamaica, Barbados, and then we're going to hit up uh, Antigua and Barbuda. Barbuda. <laughs> I don't, I've never heard of Barbuda. Yeah, Barbuda is a very small. Um, yes. Yeah. We'll have to visit after coronaviruses. <laughs> I've heard of Antigua, but, but apparently Antigua and Barbuda are together as one. Uh, right. Country. Yeah. Oh. So we're we're gonna have a playlist from music from all of these islands that you can work out to, you can walk to, you can dance to, whatever kind of physical activity. Because sometimes you need a break from what's going on. It's okay to have fun. And let me tell you what I hope to achieve. When I moved to LA three years ago, I told myself I want to because I want to achieve black girl joy. I used to be a very joyful child. I used to love Barbie and play with Barbie. Barbie was able to do all the things, right? She was a, she rode horses. She was, she worked for NASA. She, you know, she did all the things and she smiled. She was nice. She had friends. She was able to do it all, right? And I know there's a lot of conversations about how that's a bad imagery for young women to think they could do it all. But I, you know, why not shoot for the stars, you know? I don't think I think that's good encouragement for young people. Yes. Barbie yes. had fun and she went for her dreams. And that's... If you, if you come here now, you'll see my Barbie dolls then. What, is, <laughs> what are your Barbie dolls? 
What are your Barbie dolls? It's still up in your room. Oh. All dressed up. Amen for the stars. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Black Girl Joy. This is what we want to do, right? And so hopefully when you listen to the music, you just have fun and connect to a time when you could just let loose and just have fun, right? So, okay. So you ready to go to Jamaica now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> One love. Yes. And I was just... You know, it's it's a good, um, the good, uh, the best song on your uh-huh. playlist to start with would be One Love. Bob Marley? It would be a time for One Love. Everybody, everybody in every country of every race, that is the one person they talk about <laughs> is Bob Marley. When they're trying to be in a good mood, the, the mood, they feel anxiety, depression, low energy, whatever. Bob Marley. You know. What? He encourages people. Yeah. Positive messages. And then, oh, too, for yes. the, the woo-woo crowd, you know, the frequency of the music is also one of healing. It's funny. You pull up the images of Jamaica, the island of Jamaica. Yeah. Who is the second person you see on it? Who? Bob Marley. <laughs> yes. And his... His children are making sure to keep that memory oh, alive. My God, that is quite a something to see. The children and the grandchildren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yep. Continuing a legacy. So Very. the native fruits of Jamaica, right? We have aki, we have cherry, we have papaya, sweet soup. I never heard of sweet soup. Sweet soup. Oh, is that, was that <laughs> sweet soup? <laughs> Typo. <laughs> I'm like, what is sweet soup? <laughs> it's, it's sweet soup. Sweet soup, like it, um, you talk about sour soup. Yeah, I've know? heard of sour soup, but I've never heard of sweet soup. I don't like sweet soup. Why? Too sweet? Well, you know me, and it have a fainty taste to me. I never like, I'd rather sour soup. Yeah, it is too sweet for me. I don't it's like Yes. Okay, so okay, so soursop then. How are you eating soursop? Remember we went through that already. We do the juicing and um we juice it. We make soursop juice. Remember I was telling you about it like how oh, they killed it in Jamaica? They cooked it. it over here. I paid twenty three dollars for a soursop. Twenty three dollars. For one. For one soursop. Wow. Yeah, because it would cost more to take a flight to Jamaica. <laughs> yes. I wanted the sour soup. So I mean, you know I am with, with food. When I come on to mud food, yeah. the, the food, I don't put the price on it, okay? I paid $23 and I did enjoy it. You can peg it out and eat it just like that. It's delicious. You don't have to put nothing with it. Yeah. You can blend it and make smoothie out of it. But eat it just like that. That's the best way to enjoy it. It has seeds in there. You get rid of the seeds and you eat it. But as I said, in all we Jamaicans do it, they used to do it. I don't do it like that. They put condensed milk in there and nutmeg and sometimes vanilla and it tastes real good. But it's yeah. sweet but this, the sour sop don't need to be sweetened, but that's all Jamaicans drink. The nutmeg and vanilla sounds good. Oh yeah. You can blend it up with your favorite almond milk and put some vanilla in there. It's a delicious drink. Yeah, I'm thinking instead of the condensed milk, you could do coconut nectar. Or remember we were talking about Yakun's syrup? Yeah. Um, right. Which is a, a nice prebiotic and it's a sweetener. Um, so that right. sounds interesting. But you have to get that from the Caribbean market. 
Right. And you can also you can also use agave. A little agave could sweeten it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if if a person uh, is have sweet a sweet uh, tooth, as they call it, they only use condensed milk. But it's the worst thing you could ever use in anything. Yeah. But and we're gonna what, we're gonna post a full list of all the fruits yes. and the vegetables and stuff because there's more than we could talk about here today. Oh yes. Yeah, because there's so much. Like, I know, like, my favorite sugar cane, I used to really like um, as a child. It was just fun to eat. <laughs> sugar cane. Sugar cane, yeah. Yes. It's and good. It's good to clean, keep your teeth clean. Yeah, the natural toothbrush. And it's sweet. <laughs> yeah, you can wash your mouth after you're finished. But it's natural sweetener there because right. it's, not, yeah, it's not processed or anything like that. Right, right, right. Right. Um, and also, you have to do a lot of chewing in order to get a little yes. bit of juice, you know. So that's why it's like it's one edge. Oh. Yeah. You know, it doesn't compare to sugar cane juice right. when you're yes. eating it, you know. Um, but guinip. Yes, your favorite. Yes. <laughs> And I found out since I've been here in LA that there are some um, Latin American countries that have guinip, but they call it something different and you eat it the same way. Every country have the same fruits. Well, not every country, but the countries that have the same fruits that we have, they they have a different name. And all the Caribbean countries, I realized, because even Trinidad, Mm -hmm. they have the same fruits, but they call it different. So if you try to tell them about something, Certain things they tell you to describe it and the taste or show them the picture. They say, "Oh yeah, yeah, we call it so and so." You know, yeah. so it's different. Yeah, but yeah, it's the yeah. Same. And that you just eat, you just you know, like a snack. You, know you just eat a whole bunch of. You know, huh? natural. When I just say that, what we talk about fruit, we are like fruit coming from a different country. The country, it tastes the same, just a different name. Mm-hmm. Is that amazing? A human being are just the same. Yeah, are, I would say I would say that we have different flavors to us because we have Caribbean flavors. people have a different flavor. I don't know if you, especially when you talk about this, the racism going on right now. I posted a video of of New York, this uh, Jamaican guy driving a um like a UPS or FedEx or mail USPS uh, truck. And the woman behind him want him to move. And the way he went off on her is just Jamaican flavor. You know, it's just a different. Yes. <laughs> well, I wasn't really talking about the behavior. When I said there's the fruit, that mm-hmm. come from, you know, the same fruit, different country. I'm, I'm speak, I was speaking of humanity and a whole. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what, you know, what country you come from. You're the same human being. Sorrel. This one is really good. This one, we have to highlight sorrel because. Uh, sorry, we went through that on one of your podcasts before also. Yes. Anybody listening to podcasts, they'll know amazing sorrel is. And as a matter of fact, sorrel can be used as a tea. It can be used as a drink. And sorrel is traditionally a, a drink that you have around Christmas time. It's a Christmas drink for us. Mm-hmm. But instead of stocking up on sodas and all those stuff and liquor, you stock up on your sorrel. Mm-hmm. When you have this of the house as a Jamaican, the first thing you have, you know, any sorry left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. 
All right. So for the vegetables now, we already know okra is your favorite. Kalaloo, I would say, is my top. Like if I if yeah, I could just get something delivered off this list today, Kalaloo would be it. Sam, let me tell you, Kalaloo is one of the most delicious vegetables. You as a, you can eat it raw, you know. Oh yeah, I never had it raw. I never did too, but when after if I, when you find out that you can eat spinach raw, yeah, you can eat. A little raw because they're just almost the same thing. It yeah, just, just tastes so nice when you put your onions and your bell pepper and just steam it a little. Oh, yeah, delicious thing. Yeah, but expensive in this country. Kalu, very expensive. Yeah, Susumba. Susumba. You've had that before. Susumba. Um, your grandmother used to plant it and send it to me. Well, let me tell you something. I used to pretend I love it to make them feel good because they. <laughs> They always send it to me. But that tastes so bad. Really? But, yeah, but the What does it taste is, like? How do you describe bad tasting things more than it? <laughs> is okay. it bitter? Is it sour? Is it bland? Okay, you know when you taste something and you make a face? <laughs> sour? I don't think you like, like sour stuff. I like sour stuff, so it's not it just have a bad taste to me. Mm. It's bitter and sour at the same time. But it's very, it has its benefit, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they, they actually grew it in Florida. Yes, you can grow it. Because, you know, Florida is very tropical-like, you know, the mm. weather. Yeah. Uh, we, we call passion fruit already, right? Uh, passion fruit? No. Yeah, they have passion fruit. They have papaya. In terms of the herbs, seriously, I think, is number one. Well, the seriously cleanses you it cleanses your it, it's like a detox mm. yeah it cleans your system and as a matter of fact growing up in jamaica you have to drink serious tea whether you want to or not you don't have a choice why before school well that too because they clean you out before you go back to school this way you can be energized and so you know because your thing you know you get a wash out because you're home for the whole summer you eat all kind of junk you do all kind of stuff. You love. You don't have no energy. Mm-hmm. Going to school, you have that energy. Yeah. Um. The there was something else here that I wanted to. Moringa. Did you know moringa was a native herb to Jamaica? Yes. So so you knew about moringa then before. Well, no, I'm not gonna lie to you. I knew that they have it in Jamaica, but I never used it while I was there. Hmm. Because people use moringa, moringa is like people have, I think, um, nutritional deficiencies. I think is it diabetes? One of those things they use it for. Mm. Yeah, I yeah, see. but oh, and and they also yeah, diabetes, and they also do the the seeds. They eat, they chew on the seed if you have diabetes. I see. Yeah, yeah, because all all the different parts of the tree have different medicinal benefits exactly so they use the seed they chew on it but then you can use the um the leaf now and make tea mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the but leaf is rich in iron protein vitamin a c e and k i brought up the leaves from florida and i i put them in the uh, the grinder mm-hmm. and grind them out and package it myself here for my own use oh good uncle mike of the tree oh wow in florida growing Nice. Well, Florida, you can basically grow everything, apparently. (laughs) 
It does that it's too hot in Florida. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're on the plane now. We're going to Barbados. <laughs> Leaving Jamaica now. Barbados, we don't, like, some of the stuff I just, I don't know, like, I don't know if you're familiar. First of all, Scotch bonnet is one of the fruits, which we know in Jamaica. Scotch bonnet is a pepper. Yes, but it's a fruit. Peppers are fruits. They have seeds. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And they have golden apple, which I don't think I've had the privilege to try, but it sounds very tasty. And you know, you know something, Sam? I've never been to Barbados. I have friends from Barbados, but I don't know too much about Barbados. Now the we have two places to visit now after COVID. <laughs> the only thing I can tell you about Barbados, I know the cuckoo and the flying fish is their favorite thing. The cuckoo and the flying fish? Cuckoo. Are those their native animals? You know what the cuckoo is? The bird. No, the, the cornmeal. Remember when I tell you about the turn cornmeal, how I do the cornmeal? Oh. Yeah, but they do it with flying fish. Oh. Which, that's Barbados. That's all I hear. <laughs> yeah, so um, the, their native fruits, yes. Bayesian cherries, so that means it must be different than the cherries we're experiencing here. So I look forward to trying those. Okay, <laughs> Cherries, Bayesian cherries could be something like like cherries. We might have the same thing in Jamaica, but they call it Bayesian cherries. Oh, the native vegetables they have: pumpkin, cabbage, beets, okra, all the same stuff we're used to. Cassava, which is different. There's one yeah. on here called Edos. We have that in Jamaica too. Edos. Yes, but it's not a fruit. It's a it's, it's a, a vegetable. These are all vegetables now. Yes, like potato. Edos, oh. Grows in the ground. This is one of the starch I tell you that mom used to cook a lot. I love it. Really? Yes. <laughs> Edos, that's a funny name. Um, yes. Native herbs, parsley, marjoram, thyme, and basil. Which, oh, really? do you use those on a regular? Yes, every day. Oh, good. <laughs> Very day. nice. All right, we ready to leave Barbados and go to Antigua and Barbuda? <laughs> <laughs> Those islands I don't know nothing about. Nothing. But yet they have the same type of fruits. They have guava. They have mango. All these islands have mango, which means I could live on all, all of them. Came, <laughs> we all came on the same shape with the same kind of... <laughs> yes. They got pineapple, coconut, uh, avocado, kneesberry, noni. And noni, especially for Jamaicans... Oh, Jamaicans man. love them some noni. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I used to feed mama noni when mom was sick. Yeah. Oh, and it used Did to it like, help? It, in a way, yeah. You know, because, you know, she was really sick. And the noni helped her diabetes a bit, kind of suppress it. But that stuff was expensive. Oh, really? Because you, you, it was the noni juice. Yes, $40 a, a bottle. Wow. And it was a little bottle, yeah. It was expensive. So Noni is from um, Barbuda? You know, in this conversation, what I'm hearing is that there is a lot of business opportunity for West Indian people to bring health to our communities on an international scale because you have, you have Jamaicans, Bayesians, which is what you call people from Barbados, um, Antiguans and Barbudans living not only in those islands but also in america also in canada also in the in europe 
you know. So in order to, you know, spread health and wellness and keep us connected to our roots, making this stuff affordable and available, accessible to people, I think is a really good thing. Now with Noni, this thing with the diabetes thing, that's, that's really awesome and amazing. And the way to couple that with diet is like you, you drink that, but then you also eliminate the saturated fat from your diet, you know? <clears throat> Yeah, but some people, let me tell you the mentality of some of our people because I come across them. <laughs> you know, if they, if they're, they, okay, take Noni, for example. And I'm not going to say my mom because I was in control of her diet when she was sick. Right. But let's say somebody have diabetes and you're giving them Noni to bring their diabetes down. But they still want to eat the things that cause them to have diabetes. They won't cut it out. And see, that's the issue. That's the problem that we have with people. Food like, addiction. Okay, you have a problem. So just like the lady who have the, the diabetes, and I said to her, are you going to eat that piece of cake knowing that you have diabetes? She said, I take my pill. You get what I'm saying? You see the mentality? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So instead of people just cut these things out and just stand rock with your herbs or whatever you're doing, they take the herbs, but they're still taking the stuff that caused the illness. Right. Right. And that's what the problem and so when it comes to food addiction and stuff like that, <clears throat> I cover this in my membership site, the Self-Care Salon for Diabetics, because this is an issue. And if you don't overcome those types of things, then falling off the wagon will always be a problem. You know, you're going into like a diet cycle, even yeah. if you manage the willpower to get yourself together in the moment. But um, the food addiction is there, you know, it's just going to be a, a negative cycle of not really recovering from this issue. Right. But, you know, Sam, is, is, we were talking, not, not that we're going back to Jamaica, but we're talking about Bob Marley and a generational thing. Yeah. Okay. You see how you and myself is so involved in the herb? Yeah. If, if uh, the Jamaican children are the children of West Indian parents. Educate their children about these things and let them pass it on to the next generation. And if they don't do that, it's going to phase out. But mm -hmm. we have to educate the younger one coming up to let them know that their herbs are right there in the garden. Yes. It's really not on the shelf. And yes. that's what we have to do, continue doing that. Just like on Bob Marley, children continue the music. Mm -hmm. We have to continue the nutrition. We are the... The herbs are right there, you know? Right. And so with that, I just want to repeat the the meal plans for all of these islands. They're going to be sample meal plans on the show notes, okay? You and I, Ma, you didn't know, but we're going to work on it together. <laughs> we're going to put some some nice plates. Taste the sample. Just sample them. You know? Yes, just sample, a sample. Um, but Dasheen. And I saw oh. this in Barbados oh, when we were just in Barbados. It takes you, my breath away. We have it in Jamaica. Really? I've yes. heard people talk about it. I've never had it. What does it taste like? delicious. You know what it, it reminds me of? You know that, um, ja is it Japanese or Chinese sweet potato? <gasps> I love it then. <laughs> okay. it's, it's not as sweet as that, but it's in that category. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you had me all hype like I want to see <laughs> we used to we used to plan that in Jamaica it, oh yeah so delicious oh my god the sheen then I need me some the sheen 
and pumpkin is native to dare, which I know you love. <laughs> Lettuce, okra. So of course you can live there. <laughs> oh, but then we have those in Jamaica. Yes, we do. Yes. And their herbs are bay leaf, basil, parsley, and also moringa in Antigua. Bay now, leaf, bay leaf is something we grow back there in Jamaica too. So this is what I'm telling you. Most of the Caribbean island is the same. Yeah. 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 And the bay leaf, let me tell you a, a thing because we actually, I had it planned today to talk about bloating and belly bloat before we had the plan to celebrate this way for the anniversary. But bay leaf, if you cook your beans with bay leaf, it will take that gas out <laughs> of the, the you enzyme. Also, you can also drink bay leaf as a tea. Yes. yes. The enzyme that coats the beans that creates the gas, when you cook it with bay leaf, it, you know, of course you're going to drain everything out after. Um, but that that helps to fix that problem. It does the same thing. Which one? Ginger. Ginger, yeah. But I've never cooked my beans with ginger before. But I always use ginger when I'm making things that gassy because it helps get that, you know. And you find that it, it don't create gas? It helps, yeah. Oh, good. Very yeah. good. When I know I've... Yeah, beans, I, I use or beans, I use ginger. Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know, like, when you're feeling gassy, like, after the fact, to drink ginger. But I it never heard of cooking it with it. the food. But that's a big thing for the West Indians, though, to cook food with ginger. Yeah. How, how did you like the trip? Hopefully you didn't get I too hot. Well, now that you say that, I think I'm on the flight. <laughs> yes. It's, it's pretty interesting, though. It's something to check out. Yeah. 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 See how other people are living and see how our community really globally is living and what they're dealing with, what they're eating. Um, and so definitely check out the meal plans. I can't, I actually am excited to put it together with you, mom. <laughs> Co author these meal plans. Okay, um, sweetie. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe so you're notified on all our future episodes when they're released.